This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. I'm Derek Gilbert. If you're watching on YouTube, our address at 5 in 10, please take a moment, subscribe, click the bell for notifications. Then I'll tell you how to guarantee we never get canceled after the break. Topic number five today, Israel. On Sunday, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rejected Hamas's demands for a deal to end the war in Gaza. The demands included a total ceasefire halt to Israel's military campaign and the release of thousands of Palestinians held by Israel in exchange for the return of the 136 Israeli hostages still being held. In other words, Hamas demanded Israel essentially surrender. You can understand why Benjamin Netanyahu and the war cabinet basically said, "Mm, we won't be doing that. Uh, Netanyahu also reportedly spoke to President Biden over the weekend for the first time in nearly a month. He denied a claim by President Biden that uh, Netanyahu might be open to some type of two-state solution. Again, this would essentially be surrendering to uh, Hamas and allowing the Palestinian Arabs to keep a knife at the throat of Israel. Uh, Israel warned the uh, Biden administration, by the way, that the window is closing for a diplomatic plan to push Hezbollah back away from Israel's northern border. Uh, Last month, Israel gave the U.S., which has been working on uh, shuttle diplomacy between uh, uh, Jerusalem and uh, Beirut, a deadline for the end of January. In other words, let's get a deal done by the end of January or no deal. But a report last Friday said that this is not a hard deadline. Uh, Again, we note still 136 hostages in Gaza and uh, Hamas in exchange for releasing them wants Israel basically to stop fighting and pull out and leave Hamas intact. Topic number four, Mercs in Ukraine. Uh, Russia said last week its forces had carried out a precision strike on a building housing foreign fighters in uh, Ukraine's second city, Kharkiv. The defense ministry said the the fighters were mostly French mercenaries. The building destroyed with more than 60 people inside killed. Local officials in Kharkiv said two Russian missiles struck a residential area in the center of the city, uh, injuring 17 people, two of them seriously and badly injuring or damaging rather a number of homes. However, according to the Kiev Post, the story is fake. The problem is the national, the non-government organization or NGO cited by Russian media uh, as the source for the story is not necessarily a reliable source. And the soldiers listed as killed, the French mercenaries, aren't really dead. An informed source uh, said that uh, while the names of the uh, soldiers quoted were legit, these guys actually exist, um, all the other details had been made up. Now that said, all of that said, uh, this just goes to em- emphasize the point that uh, this war in Ukraine, as with the war between Israel and Hamas, is really a war of information and it's being waged on social media. Mostly reliable sources in the corporate media have been reporting since last April, however, that Western nations, including the United States and the United Kingdom, do have special operations forces on the ground in Ukraine. So regardless of whether the French mercenary story is true, the fact is that this is essentially a proxy war between NATO and Russia. Topic number three, Biden v. Texas. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday of this week ordered Texas to allow federal troops to get into that park in Eagle Pass, Texas, that's been the center of a uh, standoff between the state of Texas and the federal government is being used as a crossing point across the Rio Grande in uh, Eagle Pass, being joined by Grace the Rescue Dog today. And uh, Texas officials have deployed miles of concertina wire to discourage crossing at this particular point. Now, the Supreme Court justices' uh, order did not explain 
the reasons for their decision. It was a five to four ruling with uh, alleged conservative justices, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett joining the four liberal members of the court, or the three liberal members of the court, that is, in uh, uh, basically uh, ruling against the state of Texas. Uh, in October of last year, Texas sued the federal government after Border Patrol agents cut some of the wire. The state of Texas has strung along the Rio Grande, uh, allowing migrants to cross illegally into the United States, where, of course, the Border Patrol is essentially acting as the welcome wagon. Here you go. Here's a notice to appear for your hearing three years down the road. Uh, and again, the five to four order from the Supreme Court uh, vacated a previous injunction from the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals that prevented Border Patrol agents from uh, interfering with Texas efforts to secure its border. Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, the center of this standoff. Uh, since 2021, Governor Greg Abbott's uh, Operation Lone Star initiative has led to growing tension between the state and the federal government. Um, Abbott has deployed state troopers across the 1,200 mile border it shares with Mexico, uh, has ordered state police to arrest migrants who uh, are suspected of crossing into the country illegally, and spent $11 million to uh, install about 70,000 rolls of concertina wire along the Rio Grande and another billion and a half to build some uh, about a dozen miles of border walls at, at uh, vulnerable points. Uh, topic number, by the way, this is not the final legal challenge, so it remains to be seen how this all plays out. Um, yes, the federal government should be responsible for guarding the border. The question is, what can a state do when the federal government abdicates that responsibility. Topic number two, food deserts. Only in America, where people are suffering from a, uh, shall we call it a pandemic of obesity? Can we complain about not having enough food? These so-called food deserts that have popped up in uh, our major cities, most of which are run by Democrat machines. Um, it, it, it seems to be the case that uh, people in those cities are now suffering the consequences of their voting choices. If crime rates are truly falling as democratic city governments are claiming, why are so many businesses leaving those cities? For example, in Boston, uh, retailers have been fleeing the city in recent months. Companies like Walgreens closing down four stores in the area in just a single year. San Francisco, most of the Walgreens stores have left. Walmart just recently closed its last remaining store inside the city limits of Chicago. Residents and officials in Boston are outraged reportedly, arguing that these companies who are leaving the city have a civic duty to stay and serve communities in need. Now, look, there is no requirement, legal or ethical, that requires a retailer to remain in a place of business, where, in a location where they cannot make money, turn a profit because people are walking out without paying. Many of our largest municipalities have essentially legalized shoplifting, and it's impossible for retailers to turn a profit in that kind of environment. In Massachusetts, it's estimated that retailers lose more than $2 billion a year to criminal theft. So here's the truth. Due to the changes in the way data is being collected and collated by the FBI during the COVID years, many major cities are no longer required to submit full data to the FBI. So what only appears as though crime rates are dropping, when in fact what's happening is the rate of data collection is dropping. Democrats, when they argue that crime is going down in their cities, it's not because it's actually happening, as people on the ground will testify, it's because they're not submitting full reports. Even when subjects, suspects are arrested, rather, 
They're often not charged. For example, in San Francisco, for every 100 suspects arrested by police, only three are charged and one is convicted. Who can live, much less run a business in that type of environment? The people at the anger that people feel at retailers for fleeing our cities should be directed at George Soros and the district attorneys whose campaigns he's backed in recent years specifically for this purpose, to fundamentally, fundamentally transform this republic. Coming up, this is definitely not Boeing's year. I'll explain next and have some comments on last night's New Hampshire primary straight ahead on 5 and 10. Jonathan Kahn is back with his most explosive book ever, The Josiah Manifesto. This stunning book exposes whether or not a 3,000-year-old calendar of appointed days provides the secret to the most dynamic year of our lives. Even ordaining a plague, a national lockdown, days of fire, and the changing of the Supreme Court. Secret information regarding an anonymous prayer and a mysterious template that may lie behind the event that overtook Capitol Hill and shook the nation. And the mysterious ancient king that may have revealed the secret behind a modern American president and so much more. Also included in this must-have collection, The Gods of the Bible Unveiled on DVD, where Derek Gilbert systematically breaks down how to understand what the gods in the Bible are and what their place in Christianity actually is. In this instructional guide, you'll be taken step-by-step through why God calls his sons gods in the Psalms, how the fall in Genesis was only one of three divine rebellions, and how the Greek gods and titans found their origin in our Bibles. But that's not all. In this amazing offer, you'll also receive the Jonathan Kahn Collection, featuring three uncut, extended, and too hot for TV episodes on the return of the gods that will leave you speechless. This DVD also includes three additional episodes of Jonathan's best interviews with the Skywatch TV investigative team. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of over $75. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. But right now, you can upgrade your master collection to include the absolutely astonishing Josiah Manifesto Uncensored 8-DVD album featuring hours of additional totally uncensored raw materials and mysteries that are not included in the book or anywhere else but right here, including the Island of Mystery, the Winds of Hinnom, Jehu and the Temple of Baal, the Jubilee and Redemption and the Child of the Nile, and the Manifesto Part 1 and 2 and the Very Last Mystery. This special upgrade includes all of the items from the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection and the exclusive uncensored 8-DVD album, which altogether holds a retail value of $200. Yours now for your donation of only $74.99 plus shipping and handling. So be prepared to understand the end times like never before as you dive into the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection or the Master Collection with upgrade uncensored 8 DVD album. So order now at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection. Topic number one today, this is definitely not Boeing's year after the recent fiasco featuring the 737 MAX, the plane that sort of converted into a convertible in midair, the door that blew out. Uh, due to uh, misaligned bolts, loose bolts, and so forth. 
Uh, the last thing Boeing needs, uh, especially drawing more attention to its DEI policy, diversity, equity, inclusion, is another issue with one of its 737s. I mean, we note that going back three years ago now, when problems with the 737 MAX first came to light, the New York Times reported on leaked internal communications inside Boeing where employees at Boeing were mocking the Federal Aviation Administration, mocking federal rules, talking about deliberately deceiving federal regulators and joking about potential flaws in the 737. In fact, one email released by the New York Times said that internally, Boeing engineers were joking about the 737 MAX as a plane, and I'm quoting now, plane designed by clowns, supervised by monkeys, end quote. This is inside Boeing, they're saying this. Well, last week, as you know, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was among the, the elites at the World Economic Forum meetings in Davos, Switzerland. He was scheduled to fly home Wednesday on the official aircraft provided to him by the federal government. And he couldn't because his 737 had a critical error. A smaller jet was dispatched to bring Secretary Blinken home. Uh, His staff and uh, members of the press pool had to find their own way home. Again, we just note carbon footprint doesn't really matter when you're one of them. It only matters when you're one of us. Um, Comments on the uh, New Hampshire primary last night. The corporate media, by the way, is uh, spinning this as a victory for Nikki Haley because she only, only lost to Donald Trump in the Republican primary in New Hampshire by 11 points. Uh, CNN's exit polling showed that about 70% of Haley's voters in the primary were not Republicans. What does that mean? Well, in New Hampshire, you can vote in whichever primary you choose. 70% of the people who voted for Haley yesterday are not Republicans. Now, some are saying, well, this just shows independent voters don't want Trump. No, what it shows is that Democrats trying to damage Donald Trump and they voted for Haley to make it look like he's not uh, as popular with Republicans as he actually is. When you look at Republican only, registered Republicans voting in New Hampshire yesterday, Trump defeated Haley by more than 50 points. We're looking at a Biden-Trump rematch and um, take it for what it is, but uh, that is where we are. Trump running a third time as a uh, as a Republican. Like him or hate him, you've got to at least appreciate the fact that he drives the deep state crazy. Well, this week on Skywatch TV, we continue our third week, our third and final week with Jonathan Kahn about his book, The Josiah Manifesto. What are the prophetic implications of the Israel-Hamas war? Watch the show right now at our website, skywatchtv.com. It's where you find all of our video content. You can also watch it at our YouTube channel for the new program that is uh, at Skywatch TV. Now, of course, uh, Apple TV and Roku as well. You can also catch it right now at our mobile app. And this is how you guarantee we never get canceled because we won't be canceled from our own app. All of our video content is there. And there are other features as well, like a Bible module, multiple translations, audio Bible, by the way, a calendar of upcoming events and more. It's available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. And uh, we've got links to their app stores at our website to make it easy to find the app that's right for your device. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.